G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode number 58 of the Outback Mind podcast. We've had a really broad range, wide variety of people on this podcast, uh, young and old, all different backgrounds, diversities. Um, challenges, all those sorts of things. Everyone's got a unique story. Uh, tonight I have a young fella by the name of Jordan Wilson on with me. Jordan's a up-and-coming singer-songwriter based down in Sydney. Uh, now, really keen to have a chat to Jordan because uh, between the ages of sort of 28, 29, 30, he um, had a bit of a, a lull uh, with his mental health and really questioned where he was at with regards to you know pursuing his passion and becoming an artist and He's a little bit older now, 31, 32, and uh, he's certainly moved out of that sort of um, stuck mindset to be able to, to release a single and, and be able to have a pathway forward now where he's actually getting some traction with his dream. Um, and I really want people to learn from this conversation, you know, never give up on your dreams. You can actually really come out of adversity um, strongly if, you, if you're really determined to be able to, to make changes and live what it is that you love doing and... That's, that's what I believe, where we're meant to be here to do, live, live what we love to do, you know, not just do a job just because we, we, we need to or we have to, actually try and find our passion and live from that space, from our heart rather than from our head. And that's when mental health issues can, uh, can pop up, particularly anxiety, depression and so forth, and we're not doing something that we really enjoy. So we're going to learn from Jordan what he actually did to be able to sort of, you know, really step wholeheartedly into what he's um what he truly believes in and what he's, what he's working towards in the future. So I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from this conversation with you're young or old, that's for sure. And it's never too late to be able to change, you know. Whether you're in your 50s, 60s or 70s and there's something you still want to try and pursue, you know, by all means, uh, plenty of people have given us evidence that it's possible, that's for sure. So please sit back and enjoy uh, Jordan and I going out here. I think you'll enjoy this uh, conversation. Just want to make special mention to our primary partners, uh, green Nutritionals, Green Organic Superfoods, Organic Magnesium Powder, Calcium, Barley Grass, Wheat Grass, you name it. They've got uh, an unbelievable organic supplement for all our needs. So I really encourage you to check them out, greennutritionals.com.au. Also, Pure Life Bakery, um, who supply organic sprouted breads, you know, much better uh, for our digestion and our mental health. Bread really is not great for our mental health because it does, it takes a long time to digest. Uh, a lot of uh, guys are in digestive distress consistently, but if you can use a bread product which actually digests better, um, it actually helps our mental health because we're not uh, so much tied up in brain fog and, uh, and in digestive distress, which a lot of us uh, are in, but we don't actually realise. So check out their website, please. It's purelifebakery.com.au, organic uh, range of products. Alrighty, sit back and enjoy Jordan and I having a conversation. I'm sure, as I said, you'll get a lot from this one. Jordan Wilson, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Thanks for having me, Aaron. No worries, mate. Uh, really grateful for you coming along and, and sharing your journey with us, mate. Uh, as, uh, as we've discussed, this, this podcast goes out to all states and territories and people of all ages, and it's really great to have a young man like yourself along that can you know, share what you've gone through. Uh, how old are you, 32 now, 33? I'm 32. 32, and yeah, a half. yeah, so getting close. and. Uh, just what you've gone through in your years, mate, and 
Um, obviously, you know, we, we sort of touched on the, the bit of a sticky period. You had sort of around that 28 to 30-year-old uh, age bracket. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, soon. But, you know, really, really great to hear your journey, where you were brought up, mate, and sort of how life has evolved here till now. Yeah. Um, where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> Upbringing, where were you born and, uh, and how, uh, how did uh, sort of the, 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 the young years and so forth evolve for you? Yeah, so born in Sydney, um, Camperdown Hospital in Sydney, and I lived most of my younger years in the in the north of Sydney, um, north, the North Shore, kind of Warunga, Taramara, um, near, yeah, near Hornsby. It was um, a pretty amazing place to grow up because you were really close to the bush, um, which I guess I took for granted until I grew older and did a lot of travel and realised um, what a kind of a special place it was to grow up and how it probably did shape me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I got into I got into writing about 13, I think. I was writing little ditties, little, little songs. Um, uh, didn't really know what the, what the process was all about. It was just something I did was write tunes, but... Um, it turns out that it, it turned into something a lot bigger mm. for me um, and it's become such a big part of my life. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll probably dive into that a bit more. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so you, you sort of had that uh, spark and, and interest when you were a young fella. How did the teenage years evolve for you? Did you certainly go uh, through the high school years pretty smoothly? Was there any challenges there or did you... Did you have any ups and downs with regards to your mental well-being at that particular time? Maybe you may, may not have actually recognised it. And did you go into the workforce doing what you really love doing or you just got a job just to turn some dollars over? Yeah, well, as a, I definitely had teenage angst like anyone, but I wasn't necessarily that self-aware. I, I didn't really feel like I was self-aware enough to be kind of like an arty kid. Mm. Um, I was probably more into sports and, and just kind of teenage rebellion. Um, but I had this thing that I was doing in private was kind of music and, and start the, the genesis of songwriting. So, um, but yeah, I didn't really become self-aware of the, to it until I was about 18 um, and started to actually go, okay, hang on, this is something bigger for me. Um, and decided I wasn't going to necessarily follow the trodden path of uh, what my upbringing uh, probably designed for me, which was going to uni and um, living some sort of corporate life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew I knew at about eighteen that I was going to go on a bit of a different journey. Unbelievable, um, mate. Yeah, it's very common. Yeah. Like, uh, but you know, sometimes a lot of guys take the easy road and they'll, they'll go and do the path that was laid out for them. I guess. Yeah, and then you don't do that, and you kind of wonder whether that's what you should have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you always come come back to it. That's your heart talking. That's that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happened then, mate? Pardon? Well, I, I kind of went to I went to university. I went to university to study building, which I had no idea how I got to be there because I never really had any interest in building. I mean, my father was a builder. Obvious one obvious reason why I might have been led there but um, I did alright in school and sort of had a few options put in front of me and I was 
studying the intricate kind of details and how to make cement, and I wasn't really that interested at the time. Um, and I went, you know what? Uh, I think I might, I might give my uh, music a crack, <laughs> mm. and I have been ever since. So, so what did that look like for you, mate? Just doing some uh, some part time things on the weekends and, and gigs and, and that, or what? How did it evolve for you? Well, uh, I'm in a band as well as my solo project. I'm in a band called George Affair. Yeah. Um, that's been my main my main band for a very long time we've we've done three albums and um and done a lot of travel uh so it basically looked like putting that together and uh starting to actually get out on, onto the scene and playing and playing gigs and recording um and then we we actually landed a, a major label deal at about 21 which helped help keep the walls from the door for a while <laughs> right, yeah yeah <laughs> And put us on the road. So uh, yeah, it was. It kind of came to fruition quite quite early. Um, the problems, I guess, came maybe a little bit further down the track when everything started to unravel. But um, for a while, that was pretty smooth sailing. Mm, so you 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 had like this beautiful career sort of laid in front of you, where you were you're on tour and you were performing in various locations and. Uh, I suppose the excitement would have been pretty high, mate. Um, I guess that's one thing I'm sort of really, really keen to do and passionate about is to try and educate guys that, you know, although we, we, we find this excitement and stuff, um, you know, being great, it's only temporary, it doesn't last. Yeah, I think uh, it's, you know, principally I think of myself as a writer. So you, it's, the narrative's there, it's pretty plain to see. You, you will get things in your life, um, you, you'll achieve certain goals, you'll be able to manifest certain things, but also it's ultimately not necessarily what will fulfill you. It's it, You can only hang on to it so much, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. basically. So, yeah, you do need to kind of find other um, things in your life that, uh, that, yeah. you can, that you can really hold on to. Yeah, I agree. And, and we always talk about attachment being the cause of suffering. You know, if you're really focused and attached on something and that falls away, then you you can become depressed and anxious and so forth, I guess. And, um, uh, you know, unless, actually, I, I shouldn't have said, um, uh, you know, the excitement doesn't last. Well, it does if you're uh, ACDC or you're, um, you know, <laughs> a high-profile act because that's their career. But for someone that's making their way, um, you know, it's really hard to crack that sort of next level, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess as well it's it's about what your, where your desire is. Um, I'm still very much, um, I guess, in the game, so to speak. But uh, I know that I need other things in my life to really, to really fulfil me. Um, I, hopefully, that makes me stronger as a writer moving forward. Having that that balance, yeah, I, I agree. It's so important because we can get fixated on things, and we can, you know, just have that one channel that's driving us, but. Uh, when that when that sort of um, you know doesn't go our way or it falls away, then we can you know have issues. But yeah, it's really good to hear that you do have some other things in your life which keep you keep you grounded, I suppose. And so, mate. Um, so with George Affair, that's uh, how many how many people in the group? Is there a couple or there, is there's more? Uh, yeah, we're just a duo actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me, uh, Ben, and myself. Yep. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, and and what did that look like for you? So you went playing around the country and at various venues and so forth for a period? 
Yeah, we, we cut two albums in America, one in North Carolina, one in Los Angeles, and we did our third back in Australia on the South Coast. Um, and we're actually making our fourth record at the moment. But it did probably hit, hit a point where after we left our major label deal, we had to kind of go, okay, who are, who are we basically? Mm-hmm. Um, and where do we want to go? Because maybe at that point we were, you know, with the, the kind of, it's just the, the youth that we had, we were screaming, we were screaming into something. Um, and we, we wanted to shape it a bit more, mm-hmm. a bit more consciously. So, so I've always been curious, how does someone make a living out of an album? Because it's not like the old days where you go to a shop and you buy it, you can get things on Spotify and all these electronic devices now. So how are you remunerated for, for people listening to your music? I guess we got the very tail end of the CD days uh, in 2009, 2011, so... We got the very tail end of the of the record sales, but yeah, definitely not. It's not like that anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, it's all kind of streams of merchandise and, and shows, really. Mm. Um, publishing is probably a big one for the uh, writers. Publishing will get you by on royalties. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and you, you're probably going to pour a few beers as well. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I went and saw John Butler recently, and. Um, Obviously, the merchandise side of thing was a big thing for for his uh, uh, cash flow um, at that particular event, and yeah, you know, he pulled a, a pretty big crowd. But um, yeah. I've often been curious, like when you're on Spotify or when you're on those uh, platforms, how you actually get you know remunerated if someone actually buys your your album or you know downloads your album from that. Uh, whether there's something that goes back to the artist or how it all, all actually works. Um, it's, I think it's pretty slim pickings on on the streams. You need to get quite. a quite a high number of streams before you're seeing, mm. seeing money. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, shows shows and merchandise is big for... Yeah, yeah, awesome, mate. And you've also got a good relationship with, was it Brad? Uh, ben. Ben, yeah. So you, you've been together for a fair while and um, that that's always been, been working well for you to be able to sort of have a team that you can get out and, uh, uh, you know, perform with. Is, is there any ups and downs with regards to... Um, the way you do things, has there been challenges along the way with that? Well, we've known each other since we were 13, I think we were. We met in school yeah. um, and we basically started a band straight away. Um, so, yeah, as you can imagine, it's a long relationship. There's ups and downs, but we've got a pretty pretty special collaboration that's lasted throughout the years. Yeah, um, very lucky, absolutely. Yeah, very, very lucky. Um yeah, and then naturally, I guess, getting into our uh, adult years, we've explored other things as well outside of music and outside of our, our, our band, but um, that, it's still probably at the core of what, what we do yeah. as well. Yeah, good. Mate, it's, it's so beautiful to hear a young man that's got a passion uh, and you, you, you're able to still you know, embrace that and work, work with it. Um, uh, you know, so so long after it's been since you sort of started, like two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. So it's been a pretty good career so far for you, mate. But what you know, what we what we sort of just touched on earlier with regards to those challenges you had when you got a bit older with your, your mental health sort of going a bit off track. What did that look like for you? Well, we touched on it a little bit, um, I guess, off off the phone before. But um, well, I was about. 
27 to 28 um, and I just moved to, to London and tried to sort of live over in Europe for a little while and, and I, I went semi off the rails there mm. <laughs> in London. Um, I don't know what it was just being so far away from home or just feeling off path. I think probably it was more to do with my age and just an inevitable kind of crash that I was going to have no matter what. But um, once I sort of came home, um, uh, about 2016, I think I was 28, um, I kind of just had a big crash. I didn't really know where my life was going. Um, didn't know really where, where I was situated in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, and I had to kind of do a lot of inward searching and, um, and therapy for a while as well. Mm. That helped you get some structure and uh, some, some clarity and self-belief back? Yeah, I, I think I had to, had to sort of do a year's worth of decent therapy and um, kind of exploring exploring more intricately my, my, my upbringing. And, um, yeah, yeah definitely, it definitely helped and it's still, still with me now. Mm. Um, I'm kind of constantly pra- practicing things to help me stay, stay stable. It doesn't always work, but, um, yeah, it's, I think it's part of Part of anyone's life, if you're really honest, it's it can the uncertainty can um, can yeah, can it can quite controlling. Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And see, as guys, we sort of come into our life with this lack of self awareness with regards to you know, what might actually happen if do, things do go off track or we we hit the wall, we burn out. You know, particularly around that age of 28, 29, 30, a lot of things actually change physically in our bodies as well. Um, you know, our brain's still growing until it's uh, we're about 25, and then we sort of become more mature. But also, there's some hormonal things going on as well, which um, can be quite easily triggered uh, through that period. And um, we don't really have the awareness and consciousness around that to actually identify what's going on, and and that can really um, help us, well, make us feel uncertain, uh, and also. Um, send us into a spiral of, uh, you know, uh, disbelief or, you know, lack of self-belief and so forth, which can affect our relationships with ourselves and also others. So I'm really, really um, passionate about creating self-awareness so guys sort of know where they're at at certain uh, stages in their life to, I wouldn't say know what to expect, but just know that this could possibly happen and how to, you know, how to manage your way through rather than sort of just sit back and, and hit the booze or whatever because you're feeling a bit low or depressed. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wish I had known that it was more of a thing. I didn't necessarily know that, oh, okay, I'm coming into 27, 28, and um, it's, it's, there's going to be some things that happen that, <laughs> that you're just not prepared for. Mm. Um, I guess that is part of, part of the challenge as well, uh, is that you do have to kind of, you, you do have to grow up. Um, but I was pretty fortunate to have some mentors around that, um, that helped me through it. Uh, and I, I wish that for everyone. Um, some good male role models, people that you can talk talk to on a deeper level and um, and look up to what they've, they've done with their lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and see, there's a lot of guys out there that, that may not have had that within their family unit. Um, and uh, it's also, you know, quite common uh, for, for a guy to go through his life and not really have uh, a strong leader or someone that can you know that they can turn to to be able to 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 you know help raise their consciousness and awareness and i guess 
the podcast here is just a great stepping stone for people to actually listen in to other people's stories so they can feel confident to reach out to someone. Um, now after this conversation, I'm going to run a men's circle and you know, guys come to that and we, we talk about our stuff and um, there's always camaraderie that comes from that. So, yeah. you know, there's all these vehicles and tools now that are there to, to help us. Um, uh, whereas before, when I was sort of your age and, and below that, mate, it was, it was just fend for yourself. And if you, if you did have a bit of a dip, you were a weak, a weak bugger, you know. Um, yeah. No one really responded to you if you did feel down in the dumps. It wasn't a, um, a thing, depression back then or anxiety or any of the things that go on with it or being able to actually understand that. You know, it is quite common. It's... It's the way the mind will work. It'll take you to the past or the future. But if you're able to sort of see it and move out of it, then you are managing your mental well-being better. But I guess it's easy to sort of fall onto the, the slide of one or the other if uh, you're not conscious of that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad to hear. I mean, the feminist movement has been great, but I'm glad to sort of see and hear some, some, men's, some men's circles and, and, and groups emerging because, um, yeah, we need it as well like i, I think camaraderie uh is yeah, more important than it, than it ever has been um yes, yeah. yeah but we just need to change the conversation a, a little bit um just be a bit a little bit more vulnerable yeah you look at the way society is uh, in many ways and it does pretty much disconnect us you know uh we're sort of led through the uh, education system and then we're sort of at the other end defend to ourselves whether it be through uni and and then life becomes really competitive and then you become comparative of, of others and what others are doing and, and their stuff and, you know, their assets and all that. And then you want to be like them. But if we're not careful, then we can actually uh, fall into a trap of, uh, of that attachment, as I said. And that can really lead us to a state of, uh, of suffering, which can be depression or anxiety because you're not actually comfortable and stable within yourself. And it sounds like now you've got some tools in your life and some other things that you're actually being able to... Uh, consciously manage your mental well-being better than what you were able to a few years ago. Yeah, I mean you're right. It is it is uh, the present moment, and I do a lot of work with Eckhart Tolle, um, so that's helped that's helped me ever since I was as early twenties. Because um, it's pretty simple if you if you're projecting too far um, into into your head, basically, and you're just miss, you're missing kind of the beauty of what you have right in front of you, and that's that's always the case. And I and it's a constant challenge, but um, that's still that's still something I have to look out for every day, really. We all do, don't worry, mate. There's not many people that yeah. have mastered it. He's he's one of them, but um, yeah, certainly the mind will take you away. You know, it'll take you away. But if we can do things daily that help us come back home whether that's playing an instrument or doing some meditation or some fitness work where you can be more engaged in the moment, I think that just helps the mind become content. And when the yeah. mind's content, then you're not wondering about what you should have done or what you might possibly do in the future. And uh, it's, it's really a trap. And, you know, the education system does sort of gear us towards being uh, made feel fearful in many ways. Uh, so that fear puts us into this responsive uh, mindset where we're always looking after ourselves and that protective mind um uh will, will always kick in unless we're aware of it you know we don't need it to have it uh, have it running all the time and you know unfortunately for, for most of us it's actually like overactive yeah no I, I was part of that that system i remember being sat down um in about year 12 when we we're about to finish and told exactly how much we're going to need to earn if, if we want to hit the sort of lifestyle that we're already living and 
um, it was all pretty fear-based stuff and none of it I've, I've gone on to kind of even go close to. But it just sounded like a horrible nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you're so lucky you were aware of it, mate, because uh, a lot of guys just go straight into into that mindset um, without actually knowing any other way. And uh, once you sort of let go of that, then you can start to be free again, I guess. And that's our birthright to actually feel that way rather than sort of you know, trapped um, to be able to do things where we're sort of working more from our heart rather than that that, that sort of knotted up feeling we have um, that actually keeps us um, away from, you know, feeling good and, and, and engaged with our lives. And it's, it's our right to be able to do that. As, as Eckhart Tolle's obviously, you know, um, demonstrated through some of the things that he's, he's done just to be able to let go of all the things that are, that are really keeping us... Um, uh, I suppose not feeling the best physically and mentally, and, and once you do that, um, you know I've seen guys go through their whole life feeling that that sense of insecurity and then letting go towards the end. But I think we can yeah. let, go, let go and surrender every day if we choose to do things that keep us grounded. Would you agree? Yeah, I think to bring it bring it back to music, it, it's kind of like if I'm if I'm thinking about being a musician, it's not that much fun but if i'm actually playing the music and engaging with it then it's it's bored it's the best thing ever yeah. it's when you sort of get caught up in the the thought of the thought of it and what you need to do to be a musician and all that sort of all that sort of stuff um yeah. is that's the pitfall yeah. basically the, the real trick is to be engaged and really enjoying and, and and loving what you're doing and then everything will take care of itself if you're you overthink it then you're not really uh, putting your, your energy into the instrument properly and if you're doing it with your heart and soul then it'll come out but if you're doing it through your mind it's uh it's going to be challenging in, in some ways and i've seen artists play mate and, and you can see the ones that really love what they do and it just shows through their their instrument and their voice and the ones that are just yeah. doing robotically uh, you can you can pick that as well so but if you're yeah. really enjoying doing what you're doing and you love it and it's your passion pursue it mate and do it because you know you've got a pretty rare gift that um a lot of us would love to be able to to to, to do you you sing and you play piano and guitar is that right yeah that's yeah. that's the main ones yeah 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 mate, i i couldn't so play guitar to save myself i'd love to but, um if you've got a gift in that area you know really pursue it because people need people like you when there's uncertainty in modern times like there is now we've got to have music uh, to use as therapy, I really believe that. And if we can engage in something that helps our nervous system settle down, it's such a gift. And mate, if you're writing songs and you're you're releasing um, you know, new content, talking about things that uh, you feel uh, passionate about, then that'll resonate with people and that'll help their their mental health out there. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's not an easy process, but it's kind of always helped me. Music's always helped me, so I, I do see it as a. Um, a noble endeavor to some to some extent um mm. yeah it's always helped me real therapy mate so tell us about this new single you've got out yeah totem it's my my first song that i've done all by myself so it's under my name jordan wilson um yeah so it's kind of i, I can't believe that it's finally come out um i'm really happy with it it's it's sort of about it's kind of a little bit of about, about a breakup but it's also about the writing process itself and um now writing's helped me throughout my life. Um, mm. The the chorus saying "power power of the pen, power of the pen" is kind of really what I believe. Writing's been something that's that's kept me um, kept me going along along this path. So there's um, a real meaning behind the song. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah awesome, mate. That's good. I 
It's interesting. I was listening to uh, you not might not roast tattoo, but roast tattoo were like a heavy metal sort of band in the seventies and eighties in that. Mm. And they they wrote a song called Calling, which is about whales and um, the, the 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 teachings that whales are giving humans. But I don't reckon they wrote that. I reckon that was wrote for them, and they just had to perform it. You know. Um, yeah. But if you're writing something that you you really love and mean something to you, it just comes out. And it's your heart singing. Would you agree? Yeah, I think it's um, it's like sort of such a subconscious process that you bring into your conscious. So like a lot of the time, I don't know what's going on when I sit down to play or write a song, and then and then slowly but surely it reveals itself to me. Um, it can be over a very long period of time or a shorter period of time. But um, yeah, it's it's um. Yeah, when you sit down to do it, it's, it's kind of it still fascinates me. Uh, I love the creative process. Do you, do you have a notepad and pen next to your bed and wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and jot stuff down? Yeah, I'm always jotting stuff down, sparks of ideas. Yeah, yeah, always. Awesome. It's funny once you learn a bit about the mind and when it's settled, how these things can come to you, you know. And I, I find the middle of the night is the the best time because the mind's you know quite still and and some some beautiful things can come then you know and uh, uh, yeah I guess for an artist that would be uh, would be would be perfect to be able to you know bring those ideas to the fore and then start to manifest them from there. Yeah, yeah, I think any time where this you just have a bit of that quiet and you're feeling comfortable and lucid, it's it's always when the best stuff comes. Yeah, absolutely agree, mate. Um, Mate, I, I, I'd like to know um, how people can get hold of you if they want to start following your music and, um, you know, following your journey with what's going to happen with you and uh, as far as your solo career but also your band and so forth in the future because I reckon there'll be a few people out there that uh, will get a lot from our conversation but also to be able to have a connection with you and your music and also maybe purchase your, your new single would be awesome. Yeah, um, so... I mean, they can follow me on Instagram. That's where they'll probably get the most current kind of updates. Yeah. Uh, my handle is Jordan Charles Wilson. And also, yeah, on Spotify is where, where you'll find Totem and YouTube. Did a funny little clip for it that you can check out. Um, just search Jordan Wilson Totem. Yeah. Um, but it's on all, all the platforms. But yeah, follow me on Instagram, and that, that'll be the best way to get in touch. Awesome. When this is done, I'll tag you in on that. And, um, yeah, so people can see the... Uh, the, the link to the podcast and that as well, mate. So, um, mate, I'm really, really grateful for your time and, and, and you know, spending uh, uh, some of your, your evening talking about your journey and, and your honesty and so forth about what you've experienced um, as an individual. But, you know, what I, what I really love about you is you're someone that's sort of hung on to your passion and, and been able to continually, uh, you know, work towards that and, and, and improve your life, mate. So I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're able to... Uh, have that conversation with me and everyone else out there to you know share your love and journey and um i'm sure things are, are only going to get better and better for you in the future thanks aaron yeah it's, it's really cool to be able to speak about something different the different side of the music music business so i appreciate it guys thanks very much for having a listen to my chat with jordan a really beautiful young man and i'm sure he's going places if you want to check out georgia fair uh his band um Please do, and also Jordan Wilson, uh, Jordan Charles Wilson on Instagram, and um, his new single is pretty awesome. So uh, he really encourage you to check that. It's called Totem. Um, pretty cool. It's, uh, as he said, it's a 
bit about his personal stuff and so forth that he went through. So, um, yeah, grateful that you've uh, you listened in. If you want to touch base with me, uh, give me some feedback, support outbackmind.com.au, website outbackmind.com.au. And, uh, yeah, you've got some really awesome guys uh, coming on this week as well. So keep uh, keep listening in and, and please share the podcast with others who might be able to benefit. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cheers.